Hey, welcome to Real Talk, episode 171. I'm Todd, this is AJ, and we're back. Yo, got a show for you today. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get it. Yep, we got a show. Hey, what's Real Talk? Hey, you know the deal. You know we're what? here to talk about life, God, the Bible, and everything in between. Just a few Christian guys love Jesus, screw up all the time, and trying to figure out how to put the two of those things together. <laughs> So somewhere in the description of this show and or podcast, you're going to see a link, www.theremnant.life slash real-talk. Click the link, follow the instructions. If you go all the way down to the bottom, you'll see a little button that says submit a question. Click it, follow the instructions, link, question, whatever. Maybe it's about God. Maybe it's about Bible. Maybe it's about Christianity. Maybe it's about us. If you hit that link, hit submit, it's going to go into our database instantaneously. That means immediately. immediately. And anonymously. We couldn't find you if we tried. And really, we just want to give you an opportunity, dear valued watcher slash listener, to maybe ask questions that you feel uncomfortable asking. Maybe you don't have a Christian in your life. You're someone that's heard of Jesus. You don't know any other Christians, and you're curious about the faith and want to get our opinion on it. Maybe you are a Christian that goes to church, but you feel uncomfortable asking questions to your pastor because it's too personal or whatever. We want to give you an opportunity to ask those questions here and there. Here and now. I don't know why I said there. Anyway, and, you know, here's our disclaimer. Of course, we're not perfect. If you came here looking to find perfect people, well, you're in trouble because there was only one perfect person, and we killed him. His name was Jesus. But what we can tell you is that we want you to hopefully go and find that, you know, it'll drive you to the truth and certainly go test the things we discuss against the Bible. Um, Because at the end of the day, that's the place you're going to find the truth. That's the gist of it. 171 episodes in. That's it. That's all I got. It's hot in this studio today. Our air conditioner. Slightly warm. Uh, yes. Oh, does yeah. not work, really. I, I don't know. It's on, but it's miserable. Oh, yeah. It it's on, like but it's it, miserable. We, we got it cleaned. We got it, it looking purdy, and then and then it went downhill from there. Yeah. It was it was we're good. Two days to a week is what we decided. Oh, yeah. all <laughs> we were like, man, this is awesome. And now we're in here. We're going, okay, this. Yeah. We're, we're headed towards sauna territory, and this is not good. And I'm a heavy sweater regardless. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, yeah, me too. Um, I've been drinking water again. <laughs> My secret was before nice. I didn't drink water, so yeah. I just was constantly dehydrated, so I never sweat. You're like, hey, I'm healthy. I don't sweat. No, nope, <laughs> terrible. Complete opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of good questions today. Uh, kind of a good mix of biblical questions, fun questions, etc. So yeah. that's kind of neat. In the midst of that, though, uh, also some articles I actually genuinely am excited about. I think... Uh, during our segment called Real News, Real Views, in which we give you the real news while we give you our real views. Real views for you. So hopefully you guys have some people in your life that you can uh, you can have these kinds of discussions with. If not, well, guess what? You do now. It's us three. It's I'm us. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> sorry I had to be this way. So, AJ, uh, we like to start off according to what I have here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what an... We're doing a bigger catch-up on our lives today. That is a typo that I forgot from last week. So, (laughs) it needs to be a bigger one. Catch anyone up on your life today? Mm -hmm. Anything you want to talk about? Discuss? Hmm. Anything of the sort? Let's see. I would say, man, like... I don't know. I would say, overall, it's definitely kind of been a weird, like weird in between I feel like it's kind of hard part of me feels like part of me feels like I've been (laughs) it's weird I feel like I've been in a more like honest slash like real place lately like where I've been able to like tell people how I'm feeling more lately which is good 
but I still think that's also revealing a lot of like my mess in my life and like how much like I don't know, man. It's I've, I feel like I'm seeing my cracks more than I used to. And on one hand, I feel like that's a good thing because it means I'm like I'm I'm seeing myself more and like I'm being honest with myself. But also, it's hard because like that sucks. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, man. I think if you're going to say that stuff from now on, we got to have, like, you got to give some details. Because otherwise, like, what are we telling people? Mm. Like, I'm not saying specific situation, but, like, excuse me, by the way, I burped right in the mic. But whatever he <laughs> is, like, what do you mean? So, I feel like I'm starting to see, like, that I, a lot of the time, you know, you guys have also helped me a lot in seeing, like, yeah, man, like, I am kind of Weasley a lot. Or, like, I am... uh I just, I don't know, man, I act like a coward a lot. You know, I don't like to dive into situations, or if I do, like, I take the cowardly way out and just, like, I don't know, try to deal with it as fast as I can, you know, and I think I justify to myself that, like, the act of even trying to help can be enough sometimes. Like, that's just not true, and, like, um, so, you know, that, yeah, that that's kind of been, like, the latest thing for me, and, um, I've, you know, another thing I've noticed is, like, you know, for example, like, I know, you know, I've, I'm learning now that, you know, I can, I naturally can be a manipulator, and, like, that's hard because, you know, a lot of my life, you know, like, that's something that, in general, that can be hard to admit, you know, but for me, like, I, it's hard for me to see it and accept that sometimes because I go, well, if AJ's a manipulator, then, like, he's just not good, and so. You're not good. Mm-hmm. You're not a good per- on our own. We are not good. We do wrong things. Sometimes it's like in Christianity, I don't understand this. I mean, I understand like tearing ourselves down, you know, and that's hard. But there seems to be this thing in modern Christianity that it's all about our self-esteem. It's mm-hmm. all about how we feel about ourselves. It's all about making, you know, Jesus is there to make us feel good about who we are. And the truth is, is that isn't true. <laughs> you know, Jesus is the mirror by which we see how bad we are. And the hope and joy and peace comes in the fact that he takes us anyway and he wants to change us. He's not okay with you being who you are. Mm. You're not good enough on your own. Neither am I. Yeah, man. And and it's like, and it's not just you, man. I think this is like a cultural thing. I hear it all the time. If the message is we need to change or something's not wrong, you know, I hear it all the time. Well, it's constantly, I have to work on myself and it's constantly this. I'm like, man, first of all, it's not that in the sense of like, you can't, we couldn't change it all at once. But I think the mindset that we live in as Christians in a modern, in America, modern America, where we complain if that's what he wanted to do was change it all the time is unbelievable to me. That's really when he literally says, die, that's really you have to die to yourself. And I'm not mad at you. You guys hear me. It's a passion because we're seeing yeah. it all over the place. Oh, man. Yeah. And like, You're again, right. let hear me. I screw up all the time. So whoever's out there watching this, I feel like some random pastor gets mad or some Jimmy Joe hobo or some raging woman who complains about everything in Warsaw that claims to be a Christian um, who gets mad at me saying that. Like That's what it says. We are not, we all have brokenness and hurts and things that we've learned, you know, this sin part of us. And God wants to change that. So what is the holdup in focusing on the fact that you, well, I have to face it. AJ's not good. You're not good. Mm, it's good. You're right, man. Like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And It's an odd thing because I feel like I used to be a lot better at just accepting, like, I'm not good. So I somehow along the way here in my journey, I feel like I have, I don't, I don't know if I've been good on your own. You're not good on your own. You're yeah. You're holy and stuff. 
I feel like I was good at accepting earlier on in my faith that I was not good on my own. And some here, some like somewhere along the way here, I've I've went the opposite direction. You and oh, go ahead. You were you were cool. You were doing good. You were doing all those things. Well, guess what? You the boss got bigger. Andy Minio's words are very wise. You were doing great at the level you were at. Mm. You were at level, you say you were at level five in level a video one. game. <laughs> you're at level five in a video game. You're doing awesome at level one through five. Mm-hmm. Then you hit level six and you forgot how to do what you did in level five. Because you sucked so bad same. at level yeah. six. Say say that. And then you it it, it everything changed. Mm. And I think that's the thing that you struggle to accept at the end of the day. I think I struggle to accept that at times. God called you to be something. And I, ironically, I was just going to write this. Acceptance of truth equals freedom. That's great. I think that's deep and true. Hmm. Even though the truth is hard to swallow, mm-hmm. there is freedom in the fact that, like, well, that's, a great, that's a great way to say it, man. That's true. Because the point isn't like we suck and we're going to stay there, right? Uh, God is going to finish the good work he started in us. Hmm. When you sit there and focus on God, that's you see what I'm saying? No, I'm not picking on you. I think it's good because I think this is a cultural thing. You see it, dude. Like you're not you've been doing this long enough now. (laughs) Look outside yourself. How often do we have to deal with people getting mad because they're told to change something? And by the way, the Bible says that, right? It's constant. You're right. And they get upset because they're like, well, what are you telling me? And it's like, goodness gracious, dude. Hmm. Imagine now we sit there and look at the Jewish people that were converted and they're saying, hey, stop, you know. You... Or oh, we'll go the other way. The Gentiles are like, hey, you need to go stop um, sleeping with the prostitutes at that temple. Even though your whole life you're like, well, that's how you get. What do you mean? You know, we're like, <laughs> yeah. And they, well, you don't love me? God's patient with me and is okay with me sleeping with the temple prostitutes. It's Absolutely like, not. No, he's not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of what this culture breeds is an actual true questioning, an actual true thought. What this culture has bred is, oh, how do I feel and how do I change that? It is if feeling I'm, obsessed, man. It's true. That's sorry. You're right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's obsessed it, with feelings. If, it's if true. I think and, back and to I'm, how I'm I was, because if I'm being honest when I listen to you, it provokes thought and it reignites part of what little passion I have left because I've killed some of it in my life about when I was in high school and my actual thoughts about Christianity because they were, I have morphed over time, but I've almost become more placated over time or more watered down. But when I think about it, I think about everything I thought back then because at the end of the day, it doesn't, your feelings, yes, you're allowed to question. Yes, you're allowed to talk. But if you're actually questioning and actually talking, then there's 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 a seeking to understand. There's a seeking for teaching. Yeah. That is different than arguing and trying to prove your point. Definitely. And I think agree with that. a lot and, and I think arguing, we just put it as arguing. I think sometimes in our rebellious nature that is obsessed with our feelings, we forget that at the end of the day it doesn't matter. Yeah, man. It's like it's it's what you said, man. You summed it up like acceptance of truth is freedom. It's so good. At the end of the day, man, I think a lot of what you have to do in life is you have to accept the truth that you're not a good person, that you're not all these things, that people may never like you, people may never love you, people may go against you in this lifetime. But guess what? You have Christ. Hmm. 
And there is freedom that comes with that. And that's not even saying that's going to happen. That's not even saying that this life is meant to be lonely. This life is meant to be all those things. But it very well may be if you choose to follow him. But you have to choose to follow him to find out how he will bless you. That's good. And that's the thing I'm having to learn in my life. The biggest thing Christ has told me lately is move and find out. I think that applies to you too. I think you have to accept the fact that all of this stuff, whether you act a certain way, whether you act in a weaselly way, a manipulative way, okay, yeah, that's AJ, but guess what? I can be better in Christ. Well, yeah, and it's hard to pick on that and jump on it. It, Just that phrase. I agree. The phrase of like, hey, man. Like having to deal with like I'm not good sort of thing. Like, I just don't understand (laughs) the obsession with it. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, I guess it's for me. Maybe I'm messed up. I know I'm not good. I am not good. It's so weird, man, because I, like, I know I'm not good either. But for some reason, sometimes it's like, and maybe it's the self-hatred. Not compared to Jason. Or, I mean, Jason. Jesus. <laughs> well, probably not some guy named Jason, too. But anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> like, it's so weird because for some reason, like, I don't know if, if I've just, like, overcorrected trying to, like, do this whole, like, hey, you can't self-hate sort of thing, and it's turned into this weird, like, arrogant, or or, or I don't know what it is, but, like, I don't know why that's happened, because when I first became saved, I was 100% like, nope, I am garbage, like, I need Jesus, and I still believe that, but there's this part of me that clings on to the fact that, like, I have to have, like, there's, like, one thing that has to be good, you know, which can be Christ, but for some reason, it's not focused on that. It's focused on, like, well, I, you know, it's, yeah, your statement is focused on Christ, you said there has to be something good. That's a huge, what you just said, man, you should, like, think about how, like, powerful what you, in not a good way. Mm-hmm. How you can you fully come to the cross and, say, and accept you're a sinner if you literally are clinging to the fact that there's something good about you? Mm. In the sense of, like, compared to Christ, right? Like, yeah. listen, you're a better guy than me in a hundred million ways, maybe, compared to me, but I'm not the standard. Mm. Exactly. You want to know the answer to your question? Uh, that's just You my just thoughts. answered it. You just answered your own question. I hate to say that. And that doesn't mean, like, don't take that the negative we're out and, like, I know everything. But you just answered your question, what changed? Hmm. The difference in understanding that, yeah, I am terrible, but with Christ, I can be better. Hmm. I can be something else into the thing of I'm cleaning on something. There's something good about AG. There's something good about AG. You stopped looking at Christ at all. You looked over here. You're looking at yourself while Christ is going, why haven't? Why aren't you looking at me? No, that's really good, man. 100%. Yeah. Because, like, I... Yeah, because when I was first saved and I was thinking, like, I didn't even think about any part of AJ having to be good. That wasn't even a part of it. So, gosh, that is convicting, dude. Because, like, you're right. I was only focused on Jesus and how he's, you know, he's, <laughs> he's covered it all, man. Like, he, he is why there'd be any sort of good. Instead of somewhere along the line that I like somehow that idea of like there has to be something good in me, somehow that came about. So, man, that that is really good. I, somewhere along the line that happened, and I I don't know if that's just gradually been building over the years or what, but like, but even that, it's like I don't know, man. Like, it's, sometimes it feels like with you and I as your friend, it's either. You're awesome, or you want to kill yourself. Like, not literally, but, like, you hate yourself. Yeah. I and I don't saying. understand why it has to be one of those two extremes. Like, I, you know, and maybe that's an identity in Christ thing. Because, I mean, I get it, self-hatred. I struggle with it. Like, I understand that. 
But if you're, you're, you're there's my son. If your, <laughs> if your esteem or your, um, if if your identity, I guess, is so tenuous that even admitting that you're not, you know, you've got these areas to grow or something, right? Or like, then you want to jump off a bridge. Like that's not good, man. Hmm. Which would explain why you're kind of up and down. And by the way, I'm there at times. I shouldn't even have to say that, but this is for the Karen out there. Um, I know Karen probably got us canceled again, but it is what it is. Look, at the end of the day, <clears throat> I, think, I hate I to think tell Karen's you, I hate to tell service. you everybody this. You think you guys have heard the random things I say, and you think Todd's bad. The things that they have heard me say off camera sometimes are like, okay, well, this is ridiculous. He's right, though. He has to preface himself because there's a lot of people out there that are trying to look for everything bad oh, than rather actually trying to Definitely. listen. If you tried to listen, maybe you'd be able to actually have a conversation. But no, instead, you just look for the way that you're right. And that That's gets us culture, nowhere. Man. You can't disagree. If you disagree, you have to be killed. Exactly. Like, you know What is canceled? Isn't canceled essentially like I would murder you and erase you from existence if I could? Yeah. Yeah. It's essentially right. what it is. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. They get those people get death but threats. They get to everything. Judge people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, yeah. here's the thing, man. To wrap this up, much we we hijacked your conversation, but no, it's fine. I think you are a good guy, and you know, my point, and that's some of the people that maybe if this is your first episode, it's not a great one, especially if you're not a Christian. But like, well, I don't understand. Like, listen, you're a good guy, but you got to let go of the fact that like you being a good guy has never been tied to your perfection. Because you're not perfect, man. Neither am I. Not even close. But see, that's what I'm saying. You say that, but like you admit it, then there's this part of you that can't accept that. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, because I don't. Right? Because yeah. it's almost like you hold yourself to this perfect standard, which, <laughs> this will get deep. Jesus is a standard, but I mean like yeah. your, your perfection is like your own perfection almost. And if it's not, but then you're like, well, not really, Todd. I just want there to be one good thing. I'm like, yeah. What do you mean? Why is it if there's something you don't do good, that means there's not a good thing in you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. And I don't know if that's like the traitor. I don't know what that is. The traitor for us, that's a word I came up with to describe our flesh, that part of us that is contrary to what God wants. Mm. And for a believer, it's described in Romans 7, really, right? Our flesh, many different areas, but... Yeah, I I don't know if that's the traitor, like, trying to, like, pull me out, like, like, trying to, like, uh, like, distance distance me from my own faith. Like, because he knows that's going to throw a wedge in it or what? Like, I don't know. It could. Here's a thought I had multiple times throughout this, so I'm just going to take it as a Holy Spirit moment. Mm -hmm. My thought is it's false humility. Because it takes humility to understand that, yeah, I am a sucky human being on my own. I'm going to do things that are terrible, evil, not right, all those things. And I'm also going to be, at times... Even though I'm going to do all those evil things, I'm going to do good things. But yeah, it's still nothing. It's still nothing compared to what Christ is and his perfect standard. And understanding that you can have true humility in that. But false humility says, oh, yeah, I know all this. I know that I'm, I'm this thing. And then you start getting, you start self-hating. You start doing all these things. But you're not actually seeking true humility. Which I also think could just come from reading your Bible, praying, and being close to him. Because then you're reminded constantly Something. Or maybe it's not. No, man, I think that's really good, actually. What I was going to say is, that's sometimes I feel like, even us, even us, I mean, meaning, not like we're so awesome, meaning we talk about this every week, God. Yeah. Like, on the show. But it's like, man, sometimes I wonder, sorry, guys, if I keep getting louder and quieter, I'm backing up, my back hurts, so I'm, like, sitting weird. Um, 
things would be clear in our life as Christians if we just do what he tells us to do. You know, if we don't read the Bible, we don't pray, we don't stay, you know, Jesus says in, in John, I believe, chapter 15, abide in me, rest in me, be like a grape on a vine to me. I'm the vine, you're the grape, for lack of a better word. When we are connected to him, we're healthy, and we, it's the, we don't get as confused as much. And I don't know that you're not doing that. My guess is you're not in it as much as you have been in the past, you know. We all go through seasons of that. Me too. But I think it's like, when will we, and I mean me, not you. This is Ken. You just open the door. Mm-hmm. When are we going to actually just take this stuff seriously? And like, I don't know. Yeah, it's really convicting though, because even then, like, like, is it convicting? Because conviction causes change, or does it just make you feel guilty? It is no, it's convicting because, like, you're right. Like, I've even in the midst of doing these things, like, like even take reading for example. Like, I've been reading in Romans, but I also I also know that I'm not I'm not pursuing that in a way of like. Hey, what am I gonna take at it? Like, I I don't pray. Like, I, I I just go and read it. I don't go, hey, God, show me something here, you know. Or like, I don't I don't read it intentionally. A lot of the time, it, it is like a task to just get done, which is annoying because I tell people all the time, hey, when you're reading the Bible, take something from it, you know, put yourself in that place. But I do it myself too, so it's like, dang it, man. And like you said, it's because I don't take it seriously. So it's like, man. So even in the midst of doing things that I know I should do, I'm not fully even doing it because my heart isn't fully in it. Which is, that is convicting because it's like, you know darn well how to, how to be with in relationship with God. I've done it, you know? So it's like, man. I don't know, man. That's good stuff, though, like... And then, and then you're right. It, it makes sense how the trader could win over and over again because, like, you're not taking those things serious. And then there is no, you know, if the trader's constantly winning, like, there is no true freedom at that mo- in those times because you're not living in like what the Bible's actually telling you. <laughs> well, I mean, it's a lot of stuff, man. I don't know. <laughs> real talk you get very real today because I <clears throat> to me this is like <sighs> all part of even this conversation is where I've been lately in my faith even <clears throat> I've said this on the show before and I'm not talking about you when I say this though I think it may apply I'm talking about myself I, I cannot tell how many times I sit around and go dude does anyone really believe this do I if I, if I were to really look at my life, does my life show that I believe this? Bro, that's, um, I think I'm scared to think that. And I think about, okay, some, and then there's times I'm like, yeah, you do. And then I look at the rest of the world, the times that I do think that, right? Because certainly I would be like, maybe not. Yeah. And I just see that, like, I get the confusion. And it's also confusing. We, we are bombarded by the world, which we know, right? Our, the trader wants to go back to the world. Especially yeah. for you, right? Meaning, like, that's the way the world works. What do you mean? You know, what I feel and what I want should matter, that kind of thing. Yeah. But then you have this fake church that's out there with a capital C, this f- false church that is masquerading as the real bride of Christ, the church. And, uh, you know, we're going to talk about John Cooper, right, from Skillet sort of talks about this, this culture in Christianity that, that also, like, 
feeds it and tells us all this confusing stuff. And like, it's hard, man. It is hard. And it, and it can make you get discouraged. It can make mm-hmm. you get confused. And it, at least it does me. I'd assume it's the same for you. hundred percent. And it can make it seem like what are, this is not worth it. <laughs> because then I can see why, you know, this movement, you shared that video with that guy, which by the way, that kind of went viral, that Asian guy who quit the church. Yeah. When I was reading, I mean, I don't clap my hands at that. What's his point? You know, this, this, there's a pastor who like left ministry and I get his issues with the church. Yeah. But explain to me how that helps the church. It doesn't. It doesn't. Actually, That's why I was kind of confused by it. And you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's just another voice in the crowd saying, well, give the church to the wolves because I'm not going to be a part of it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Anyway, we're probably sounding like crazy people if you don't know what all this means. Um, if you're an unbeliever watching or someone who's like, hey, I'm just interested in Christ. We're sorry. This is getting real probably Christian in the club to understand it, for lack of a better word. <laughs> but that's part of it. I guess what I, let me put it plainly for you guys that are listening that maybe aren't Christians. A lot of what you see in the church today, and a lot of, is not church meaning church, the Christian church, right? That calls yeah. itself that is yeah. not biblical Christianity. That's good, man. Especially in popular Christianity, meaning the stuff that's on TV. Because mm-hmm. I mean, you think, come on, how to get on TV? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it's good. Right. Most. I'm not saying everything, but a lot of it. Sure. I, dude, and and that's confusing, on. man. It's confusing, not just for you, person out there who's not a Christian and like, man, you know, churches are mean and Christians don't, because you're right, but also for us that are Christians within it sometimes, it's it's tough. I've said this before, and I think people think I'm being dramatic. I was talking about it again this morning with Mandy. I have never, I have, since I've been in ministry, and this is the truth, I cannot think of a time that I got attacked by the world and what I mean by the world is people who, who what you would think I would, Which who aren't Christians. Christians. Yeah. It is always so-called Christians that are trying to destroy me, trying to destroy our ministry. Trying, I mean, always. Exactly. I can't. It's so confusing. And it's then you weird, add that man. to our own struggles, and it's like, what do we do? Hmm. It's well, crazy, man. And that goes back God, to the point man, of like the Bible. Because then I find myself, I'm more insidious towards Christians in the world. Yeah, me too. In my own mind. You mean mistrusting? Yes. Yeah, I'm me like, too. I don't trust them at all. No <laughs> offense. Because they turn on you. Jesus tells us about It's so that. weird, man. No, no, it's, it's so twisted. One of the most encouraging things, well, it's terrible. Well, it's encouraging, but it's also saddening, um, <laughs> is when you look at the Bible and, like, he warns us. He warns us absolutely that, one, there's going to be wolves. Two, not to bite on each, not to bite each other. Three, this is going to happen. And then the... Four, he he tells us there will be those among you that do not know me, and they will try to attack you. But your job isn't to hunt them down because that won't that won't end well. Let me finish that. Let me do that. Yeah, you follow what I told you to do, and all will be well. All will be fine. And that's not just like I think a lot of people listen to me probably and go, "Oh, Clinch just a uh, Clinch just likes these words." He says all these fancy words. Nah, I believe exactly what he says. I'm trash at following it a lot of times. But I do when I see it. When I get most passionate is when I look at the Bible and I see what he says. And I realize, again, it changed my life when I came here. And Todd said, take off Christian earmuffs and treat this like he's talking to you. Mm-hmm. And that changed my life because I realized he is speaking to me as much as he is speaking to everybody back then. It's good, man. Well, yeah. 100%. And he's going, you need to learn. <laughs> 
But I think it's cool that we hijacked your entire combo, man, so I'm sorry. No, I, but I, I, this is awesome. I but, love it. But I do think, like, let's even that feeling you have. In some ways, man, it makes sense. Like, I, I just said a surreal moment. I'm just being real with you. Where I was sitting here as you're talking, I'm like, I should mm-hmm. quit all this. This is insane. Mm-hmm. I'm living some sort of insanity. No wonder the world, not people of peace, meaning people out there that are really open but just lost, look at us and go, they're a bunch of lunatics. And I'm not talking about lunatics in the good way where we're like, we believe a dead man rose from the grave, which happened. But the kind that are like, they say one thing and, and then spend the all their opposite. time killing each other. Mm-hmm. It's a, if I base Christianity on us Christians, I wouldn't be one. It's true, man. It's weird. Which it's is sad be. because when you look in Acts 2, it says that the way that, ch- that the church acted towards each other made more people come to them. Because they wondered what was different about them. And now it's the complete opposite. People don't go because they don't like churches. Oh, yeah. How they act. And I think a big part of it is is that we've become cowardly, the true believers, and we let the wolves and the goats. And, you know, you think about Matthew where Jesus says, there's goats in there with the sheep, and someday I'm going to separate them. You let the goats run things. Because dudes like that Asian guy, and I only say Asian guy because... It's a very specific video. You can look it up. He's very intelligent, very well-spoken. I'm not questioning him, but I do want to be like, man, you seem really solid. Like, don't leave. Don't leave the church. Right. We need you. Yeah, man, because you know? you know, I agree. His I, I, reasonings are great, but why leave then? Yeah. I don't understand. Well, yeah, yeah. He, Cause, but I get it. Like, from a human side, like, I, I'm like, yeah, I'll leave too. Like, <laughs> you know? Sometimes he, I think the only reason I don't is I'm stubborn. Like, from a human perspective, because it makes me mad, you know? I, well, I understand. I, I maybe this will also help encourage you guys a little bit. I'm not. I'm not questioning. I, slowly... I real quick. I'm not even. Listen, I don't know the guy's heart. Maybe mm-hmm. God is calling him to do that. I don't know. And and I didn't even watch the whole video. Does he seem like he says he still believes? Right. Yeah. He's a yeah. believer. He's just doing a getting him like a basic job now and just spreading the gospel to people at work, and which stuff. is cool. Yeah, which is cool. But it's just... and maybe God is calling him to do yeah. that. You know, like sure, man. Maybe 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 he's being obedient where a lot of people aren't. Because they're too afraid. I think that's a huge problem in the church. I think that's you got to be obedient to what the Spirit tells you. You know. If you sit down at the end of the day and you're a true believer in Christ, you can hear him. And I fully believe you can hear the Holy Spirit. And you can ask. Uh, Hopefully this will encourage you as well. A a guy that I, as I'm sitting here, realized was probably my first mentor ever. And I never thanked him and never realized he was my mentor at all. It actually makes me kind of laugh because this was me in high school. (laughs) Uh, Ron Grimaud. Love that guy a lot. And I was raving one day at, at this topic, literally ranting and raving and angry and pat and like, well, I was full of passion because I didn't understand. And he stopped me and said, hey, 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 wait. There is nothing. Let me assure you of something. There is nothing wrong with the church. The church is built on a solid foundation. It always has been. It's always there. You can cover it with a lot of stuff. But it, the foundation is still there, and it is solid. The problem with the church today is the leaders, or lack thereof. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. So, good stuff, man. I don't know. Don't, don't lose hope, you know. The fact, these areas that you, you know, uh, man, I'm good, not good. It's like, God, you're good because he made you good. And it's either, here's the thing. I guess this is a good way to put it. You are good if you accept who you are in him. If you try to do it on your own, it's not, you're not good, man. And, and I, Me either. I have to acknowledge the fact that even when I'm searching, trying to desperately cling to something good that I see myself, that that's when I'm not accepting that. 
Yeah. Like that's and we're not saying, and I've said this for a long time too, okay, real quick, because I think this is important to put out. And I've actually preached it, so I don't want to seem like a hypocrite. Sell, there's, a se- there's a section of Christianity. We've talked about the modern, which kind of is all about self-esteem. Well, there's another kind of branch or uh, on the other opposite end of the spectrum, which still isn't biblical either, is the kind of Christianity that idolizes self-hatred. Which means all it wants to focus on is that I'm a piece of garbage, and, and that's not true either. The Bible says we're saints yeah. in Christ. The Holy Spirit has made us saints. So you're a saint, dude, and you can rest in that. Mm-hmm. And it's not even so much about God's mad at you because the parts that aren't good. It's just like we're just learning to be more and more like him. And when we cling to these things inside of us, when we focus on the parts that are like him to the exclusion of the parts that aren't, we prevent ourselves from growing. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think that's, that's the goal is, like, you are good in his eyes because you put your faith in him. You're a saint. The Bible says that. You know, a holy priesthood, a chosen nation, all that, right? All that stuff. That's who you are. High priest, right? Yeah. Light, salt of the earth, like, the thing that makes this stuff good. <laughs> but we've got to accept that he, he wants to continue to grow us. And in, I kind of like what you said, and you can look at this as a compliment, too, is that he thinks you're ready for the next step. Yeah, the level five and the six. I like well, that a yeah. lot. I mean, of course, he's going to keep growing you, man, mm. it's, which is annoying, <laughs> you know, in some ways. <laughs> he needs his warriors. Yeah, dude. Like He picked you for a reason. Mm. That's good, man. Thanks, guys. It does mean a lot because, like, well, that's another problem. A lot of time I don't think I'm a warrior, but like you said, he picked me for a reason. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was good, man. I, I love discussion. I don't. I don't think you guys hijacked the conversation at all. I think it just naturally led to where it went. I think it was really good. <laughs> so I don't know. That was that was only even about me. How are you, man? <laughs> I already shared some of it. Yeah. So personally, here's what I think. It's kind of be opposite what people think. And you guys, I haven't even told you. I think I've been a wuss for a while and I'm so I get so discouraged sometimes about you know we talked about a couple weeks ago I, a bunch of people tried to cancel me <laughs> us me it's weird all of us but us particularly the show mm-hmm. um, but then came after our church the church that supports the show which is yeah. crazy and I think even before that but I, I just it wasn't even that I was scared of that really it's that I just was like of course and I started feeling sorry for myself because I'm so tired, like, and I don't mean tired of, like, sleepy, just, and I just, I can't be, man, and I think, even as you talk, and I think me sitting back has hurt a lot of people because they're, I don't know, you know, my role in the kingdom, too, like, what I'm called to do, and I get so tired, and I've been a wuss, and just not setting my face like a flint, and not pushing ahead, and being tired, and sad, and angry, and all those things, and I just... I got to start moving, man. It's overwhelming. There's so much happening. It's overwhelming. Um, and I think I work so hard. Okay, it's overwhelming. But there's a side of me that thrives in those moments. That overcoming the odds, pushing yeah. through, you know, my whole life. And I'm starting to think that part of the reason I got so, I'm not blaming other people, it still was a wuss, but... I started saying, okay, well, that's not a good person. Everybody's like, you can't be driven and be a Christian. You can't be, a, you know, a warrior kind of, for lack of a better word. And, and I, so I tried to kill that part of me, but as I killed that part of me, then another part of me, but that's part of who God called. 
You know what I mean? So I kind of kill my drive, and I don't know. I just I feel bad because I th- I think part of my role, hundred percent, not just in our church, is to be a guy that sometimes helps steer the ship. Yeah. And I just let go of the wheel because I'm like, uh, no one. I just so worried about everybody else doing their job that I just haven't been doing mine. Instead of doing mine, like it's almost like I feel like I had to pick. I had to pick between the two because there was so much. It's hard, man. It is, but I gotta quit being a wuss, man. I gotta get up and I gotta grind and I gotta get stuff. I gotta be who I am, you know, and find that again. And I'm in the same boat as you, so it's hypocritical if I didn't. I've gotta. I've got to be connecting in him man i gotta be abiding in him and it's so easy to start relying on your own strength it's so easy you don't even recognize it and i'm just not strong enough on my own man i'm not not. even close so that's just i think i took the whole like i need to rest thing too much to heart and people kept telling me that i kind of quit everything and I'm still not resting. That's the weird part. I yeah. kind of quit, you know, but I, I wasn't resting because I was still worried about it. Yeah. So it's like, you know what? I'm not going to worry. I'm just going to, I got to go. I got to move. I got to I gotta figure it out, man. I don't know. Things feel very overwhelming right now in my life. So even though I kind of, the video, you know, maybe we can even put a link to the guy's video. I don't know. But that, that guy, that pastor yeah. you're talking yeah. about. When I was watching it, like even though part of me's frustrated with him, I get his heart, but I'm, and maybe I'm not questioning what God's calling him to do, but I'm questioning. So, what, but also I understand, and maybe part of me is like envious of the fact that that would be so much easier. Mm, envious of his decision, you know, like maybe I think that sometimes. Like, you know, maybe that's why things are hard, because I was supposed to do that. And, you know, your mind can start uh, tricking you. Yep. Hmm. That's hard, dude. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know, man. I, you're, you do a great job. You really do. Well, I you appreciate know, I you seeing that, man. And I'm not blowing that off. But, yeah. But I also but I, 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 I know, need to do better. I, yeah, I was going to say, I also know that I don't even say that to discount the fact that yeah. you want you need to do better. It's just more like a... To encourage you, man, like you do a great job. You carry a lot of weight, man. You do. I don't mean you. You are. You are a. You have such an important role in the kingdom, man, and it's incredible how you handle it. And I know it's not. It's not easy. <laughs> only only special people can can handle what you what you are in. So well, that's hard to hear. I don't know about that. I'm just. But thank you. And I'm not trying to imply I'm special, guys. I think we're all in that. I just think some. I don't know, man. Life, going. Uh, thank you. I'm not discounting what you said. Yeah, either. I appreciate you saying that. And I, it's just I don't take compliments well. But <laughs> thank you, even though I like them. I'm a words guy. <laughs> Me too. But I will. It's hard, man. I'm in a weird place in life where I feel everything is surreal. Mm. Like almost like it's gonna sound crazy. I don't know if you guys. It's called like I think it's called in impersonalization or something. I was just talking to someone about this the other day. Have you ever had that feeling? Got people out there watching where you're like not in your own body. There's a, it's a psychological term where yeah. you kind of like feel like it, things aren't real. That's a real thing. It's like a psychological, you know, high stress plays times. Okay. Yeah. I've heard that. It kind of feels like that, man. Like, 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 like I'm just in that place and it's hard and I can get overwhelmed when I think, when I even let myself think about it. Dude, it's, it is overwhelming. 
because then it feels like you don't have control, like like at, at all, like mm-hmm. not like like you've let this steering wheel go entirely, and it's just like just going everywhere. You try to grab you it, yeah. you try to grab it, and it's just spinning so fast, like it just like bounces off your hand. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. Totally man. get it. I don't also, know. I just I still don't have fun. I don't even know how to have fun anymore. That's a real. You know this is true. Mm-hmm. I don't do fun things. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's almost like I think sometimes I don't deserve to have fun or I don't, like, I have so much to do that I can't take time to have fun, which mm. if I was talking to someone else, I would clearly say that's crazy. But in right. my own mind, it seems completely rational. Right, but it's justified in your yeah. mind. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's tough, because, like... And then I'm like, what do I even want on a day? Like, what do I want question, to do? like, your whole life. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, like, what do like... I even want to do? <laughs> yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Um... You've spent a long time not doing anything you've wanted to do or have fun at all. You've well, and it's worked. been so long that you forget how what you want. <clears throat> it's wild, man. In the midst of all that, yeah, I really struggle a lot to talk about Daisy on the show, and I, you know this. Yeah. In fact, I don't know if I've ever fully said her name. Um, maybe maybe once or twice. <clears throat> and I'll explain who she is in a second. Because, like, I really do try to protect her from, and it, and it ends up getting justified. So when those people attacked, you know, I, I don't want anything to ever spill on her. Hmm. Um, you know, so Daisy's my daughter. She was born. She's a baby. <laughs> uh, you know, like eight months old. And... uh I was holding her the other day, so here's the positive. And I was like, this is Monday. <clears throat> and uh, I didn't go. We had this big event at church Monday, July 4th thing. Yeah, yep. And party. And I didn't go because it was like 91 degrees. And I was like, well, she clearly can't be in 91 degree heat. Yeah. You know. <clears throat> and I was sitting there, and I was holding her because I was putting her down for a nap. And, like, I normally it's – I'm not trying to make a crazy story, but, like, she's she has to, like – Usually when I put it on for a nap, she wants to, like, sit on me. So it's like I'm sitting and she's sitting on me like I'm a chair. And that's how she sleeps. <laughs> yeah. Well, she kind of did this thing. She hasn't done this since she was little because she just – she's very independent. You know her. <laughs> so I flipped her around and I held her. But she wanted to, like, me to hold her, Aww. you know, where she's looking up at me. She's done a long time. And I started tearing up, man, because, like, in the midst of all this stuff in my life, I'm so blessed Um, just by her. You know what I mean? Like – Sometimes in life, things get so big and overwhelming that, like, you can forget those, like, smallest things, man. Better so And, like, good. that moment that I had in that second, right, while she's sleeping and, like, dude, that it makes everything else worth it. <sighs> um, so, you know, it's then you feel ungrateful at times, you know, because yeah. I am so blessed by her, that hmm. it almost makes me feel bad to complain about life. Dang, you know, yeah. ever because if that's all it was, if that's all I got, it's worth it. Yeah, man. Sometimes it does. You know, and, and I'm not trying to be dramatic. That's the truth. So I guess I say that, and I'm really hesitant to even like. Part of me wants you to edit this out, but I guess I want to end it with something good. Is like, guys, don't miss the the blessings you have in your life because you got them. Hmm. And That's so good, whether it's, and even and that I could branch it out moments I have with you guys that I don't appreciate, hmm. 
And if you start that old saying, if I would just spend time too looking at my blessings, I'd probably wouldn't be as sad. Man, that's good, dude. Um, I was talking to a guy in the gym. You know who it is, and it's weird. Yeah, I almost missed the moment again. And there's, I'm in the gym working out. We just get done with my five sets of bench. I'm doing one set of my accessory lift, bunch of gibber. I see this guy. He's kind of come on and off, come to our church. Yeah, good guy. I like him. Awesome. I love him too. And uh, so I have my headphones in. You know me. They're uh, noise reducing, so I can't really. <laughs> but I saw him talking. I pulled it out, and he started telling me. He actually told me he had talked to you. So mm-hmm. I texted you a couple weeks ago with, a, with kind of a tough time. Well, we start talking, man, and I and I promise you what I'm about to say is true. And this, I encourage you guys to do this too in those moments you struggle. So as soon as he started talking, I took my earphone. I promise this is a true story. I said in my you know whisper to myself, I was like, "Lord, help me to like love love him right now and to be here and to know what I'm because this I knew that meant something." Yeah. And I and a lot of times, man, I probably try to I rush past moments that God puts in my life because it interrupts my schedule. Yeah, dude. And it's like, dude, if Jesus did that. So anyway, it led to this really cool moment, right? And I, and, and, and I was talking to him about, I said the same thing. I told him the story I just told you about that moment of, like, being blessed and thankful. Yeah. And, I, and he, has, he has more kids than me, and they're older. And I said, and, and I saw you, man, as like, you know, you are blessed, even though he doesn't feel, you know, like it sometimes. I said, don't, you know, what helps? Because I was like, listen, man, I get in the same place. I doubt. He was having doubts. He's kind of focused on his doubts right now, mm-hmm. kind of a lot of negativity in his life. Yeah, he feels man. like he can't get ahead. I get all that. And I was like, listen, 100%. man, I'm not going to sit here and tell you anything because I'm in the same place. That's what I told him. <laughs> and I said, but I'll tell you this. And I told him that story about Daisy. And I said, those moments, man, we got to cling to those moments because that keeps us grateful. Man. You know? And that goes for a lot of things because when I stop thinking about it, I think about you guys and I think about family even and it's so easy to focus on that negativity it is so easy man and it doesn't mean that those hurtful negative things aren't important but i I think of scripture when it says if there's anything good anything pure anything noble anything honorable think think on such things you know and i don't do that enough and i wonder if kind of goes what we talked about a few weeks ago living like jesus for 30 days even right even 30 days, like really did it, what would happen? I don't even know. Would, we, would our entire paradigm shift? Would our entire mindset shift? I think, you know, I don't know, man. So I hope I didn't ramble, but that's kind of where I'm at. And, like, I'm kind of emotional, man, even talking about it because I'm, I have been so blessed. I'm freaking crying on camera. It makes me mad. I am so blessed. I even told the guy, so this is convicting. Because I didn't even think it for myself as until I'm telling you the story. And I told him, I was like, listen, man, Louisiana Hot Sauce walked in right at that moment. He nice. stood there, by the way, and didn't say a word. But <laughs> he walked in and we're in the middle of this. Well, Louisiana Hot Sauce is one of our interns who, by the way, is leaving. Mm-hmm. But I told him, I said, hey, man, like, I don't, this is kind of awkward. I told the guy I was talking to. Yeah. As we're still talking about this, I said, because I was telling the story about Daisy and his own kids and. I don't know if he heard me. I said, but one thing that helps me too, man, and like I preached this a long time ago, and it really is stuck with me. Is like I try to best advice I can give you. The thing that only keeps me clinging to this faith and all this is like remember the moments and remember the miracles, man. The moments in my life when I know that God has, you know, shown me the good moments, the beautiful moments, and the miracles, man. My, like I've I've seen God. I've seen the goodness of God. And if I if it's so easy to forget that in the shadows, man, dude, so right easy. in the in the valley of the shadow of death, it can become easy to forget the light that we've seen, man. And 
the part of that is, is like we don't stay in the valley. Those are just momentary like times, man. And yet we think when we're in it, it's it, it, it's so easy, especially if we're not following the shepherd. It's so easy to get lost and think that's the only thing there is in life is this valley, this darkness. So I'm in a place where I can say it to you, but I don't live out of it enough because I'm afraid to. And I've been saying this for I'm afraid to believe him. Mm-hmm. Because what if he what if it's what if he doesn't come through? What if I stay in the valley? Exactly. Yep. It's almost like I don't want to get my hopes up that the light's coming, right? The next the next hilltop, because yeah. what if it doesn't come and then I'm really disappointed. I don't know if you guys ever feel Which that way. Which is crazy, because if, if you're already down there, how could it get any worse? Like, but it feels, but then your mind goes, exactly, how mm-hmm. could it get worse? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Then you get your nose broke, and your back goes out, and you lose, you know, all yeah. these things. It's like, true. You know. It's good, man. I, ironically, I guess I never thought about it, but I'm kind of in the same place of, like, I don't want to, how could it get worse? Because I actually kind of see that in my own life in a lot of ways. And the one thing that I feel like God's been telling me is move and find out. Yeah, man. Jesus, I can see it. I can nearly see it. Jesus looking back at me as he's walking down the path, and he smiles Reminds at me. Reminds me. And he goes, move and find out. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of Switchfoot, Dare You to Move, man. It's a great song. <laughs> it's a great song. Yeah. Anyway, that's where I'm at. Probably sound like a crazy person, but. No, not at all. No, dude, I don't think you sound crazy at all. And that's the end of that. If you could only see my page of random notes that I've taken down from all of this. Yeah. All right. Well, we got a lot of good questions. We got a lot of good questions, so we'll get to that. Uh, I guess we should move on. So hmm. let's go ahead and get started. I'll start here. So question one here is, what does Proverbs 21.9 mean? So... Proverbs 21.9, I have it right here in my notes. It says, it is better to live in a corner of the housetop than in a house shared with a quarrelsome wife. Um, you've talked about this before. I've heard you mention this. Um, this verse, uh, I, don't, I don't know if you've mentioned it in a sermon or just like talking amongst other people, but to me, uh, what this, say, oh, Go ahead. Okay, I would sorry. say that it just means uh, don't rush into a marriage. Like, don't... I guess you could take that from it. Yeah, like, it's essentially saying it's better for you to kind of, like, be in this, like, little, what feels like this small space in life, rather than rush into something, and then before you know it, it's not what you expected, you know? I think it means exactly what it says. It is miserable to live with a quarrelsome wife, an (laughs) argumentative wife. Yeah. And I think from that, it's taking, don't, you know, pick the right person. There's verses that women can use, too. Women don't want, it's exactly what it's saying. Now, it was written by Solomon, a guy who's writing... Um, Solomon actually knew this too because he ended up marrying a lot of ungodly wives. Yep. Um, and it caused him a lot of problems. And he's essentially saying, listen, make it's better to find a woman of character, right? Because if you don't, you're going to suffer quarrelsome wives. So, what can we take from that? Well, it's also for all of us. Christians should not be quarrelsome, meaning looking to argue. It's good, man. Um, so, it means exactly what it says. Uh, men, for you, it could be. Don't don't become blinded by beauty to the point that you ignore character. That's good. Uh, ladies, it should dr- push you to take it serious of like, you have a powerful role in the, in the life of your husband. You can make his, it's a fact, you know, women 
Christian is like, oh, it's a patriarchy. He's like, no, you have a powerful role in your man's life. You can make him feel like he's Superman. You can make him feel like he's wants to jump off a bridge. Um, you know, yeah. which which are you? Um, and then I think even for women, I think the same message can go the other way of don't ignore character issues. Yeah, man. But I think, you know, we've got to take these. Proverbs is a book of wisdom. So it's a lot of just, it's kind of nice, right? It's very tangible yes. wisdom. It's true, I think it's, man. let me put it simple. Don't marry someone who's just an argumentative, negative, quarrelsome person looking mm-hmm. to argue. But it's good. specifically, quarrelsome you know, we got to accept it for what it says. Do Good you, stuff. You were right on. Do you know if when it says it's better to live in a corner of the housetop, like, is, do you know if that's like a, is that like a saying in those times? No, I think it just means exactly what it says. My verse, better to live on the corner of a roof than to share a house with a nagging wife. Uh-huh. Gotcha. I'd rather sit in a tiny corner on the rain on top of a, <laughs> on top of a roof than be in the house. You exactly. know, and there's some things there. That makes sense. We could talk a lot about that. Yeah, I, li- that's I like it. Good question. You're up. All right, Toddy B. Here we go. Do you agree that there's a bad way to encourage or kind of shake someone into the reality of their sin? I have a friend whose friend, a believer, told her, my friend, that she needs to shape up because one of these days God is going to turn his back on her and leave her alone to deal with her sin and stop forgiving her and telling my friend how many times God has forgiven her. It made me so sad for my friend, and I was able to encourage her in truth that God would never turn his back on her because he promised to not let us let go of us. And there is no condemnation in Christ. My friend was in tears. What else could you tell her? Is what her friend told her blasphemous. Okay, so I would say, I'm going to separate this real mm-hmm. quick, what her friend said, and then I'm going to give you an overview because I want to be real. Could there come a time that we ignore God's call and continue to sin to the point that, you know, God's, we have to deal with the consequences of our sin? Look, here's an example. Say you had, um, I don't know, sex. That's an easy one, right? Yeah. Over and over and over. And eventually, you know, God tells you over and over not to. Eventually, he's going to leave you to that, and you're going to have to deal with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe whether yeah. it's pregnancy, STD, it could be all kinds of things, right? Sure. Premarital sex we're talking yes. about. Yes. I do think there's a time when, you know, God disciplines, and sometimes discipline comes from letting us have to deal with, okay, don't touch that. Don't put your finger in the light socket. Don't put your finger in the light socket. Eventually, we keep doing it, put our finger in the light socket, we get shocked. That's right. So there's some truth to that, that, that there's consequences to sin, and we got to be yes. careful. Okay? The other side of it, though, is completely wrong, and that's creepy. Leave her and stop forgiving her. God never stops forgiving that's her. That's good, man. Um, you know, that would mean that the Christ is not, I'm sorry, the cross is not all sufficient. So you got to separate. It's complete opposite. Because you are God's forever, and he'll never let go of you, you know, he's not going to stop telling you to live the right way. So I think yep. her friend can, I can understand the frustration maybe if she's been, I don't know the details. She's been seeing her friend over and over and over, choose to do the same thing, get hurt over and over, or it can get frustrating. Mm-hmm. But that's why we cannot let our emotions affect the truth that we tell people, because that's how things get creepy. So our forgiveness has never been dependent on our perfection. It was dependent on Christ and dependent on what happened on the cross. Mm. So... Um, and there absolutely is no condemnation in Christ. It can't be. There can't be. No. And that's in Romans 8.1. It says that. So what else could you tell her? I would say that, um, again, I don't know any details. Guys, it's really helpful in these situations. I know it's hard maybe, but we can't, sure. I can't give you the best answer to this without knowing the details of, like, what she's doing. Because maybe the, like, what is this sin? I don't exactly. know. Exactly, yeah. What but, is it? But what I would say is, listen, I just said it. 
God's love for you will never fade, never fail if you put your faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. He will never let you go. He said that himself. Jesus said in the, in the Gospel of John, as he's praying to the Father, I will never let go of one of these you've given to me. Um, there's no condemnation in Christ. He throws our sin as far as the east is from the west, that when we confess our sin to him, he is good and uh, just to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, or good and faithful to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Mm. Um, we're free. You are free. It's good, man. But there are consequences to sin and just to, to doing that, and you need to be careful, and you need to ask yourself why you're not willing to let this thing go. So I don't know why we try to scare people instead of, I mean, the truth's scary enough, which is, you know, if I play Russian roulette and spin the bullet, eventually something You're, could happen. Yep. Maybe it won't. And again, I don't know. It's also hard to tell you based on without knowing the nature of the sin. So it's good. Man. You are right on to tell your friend that God will never leave her. I guess I didn't say. Oh, yeah, I said she. That never leave her, never let go of her, never stop forgiving her. Um, that his love is, is stable with her. That it's the same today as it was yesterday. Uh, the only thing I would encourage her to is like. They don't have, both things can be true. Sin is serious and God wants her to live holy, right? And there's a danger to ignoring the Holy Spirit over and over and over in yeah. the sense that you won't, you won't be able to hear as clearly, right? Too much noise. Mm-hmm. Wait, yep. 100%. Does this make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. With, oh, so, yeah. and is what her friend told her blasphemous? I think it's blasphemous to imply that our salvation is dependent on our, on our perfection because then it's mm-hmm. taking away the necessity of Christ. That's really so good. it could border on it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that answers your question without knowing all the details. Great job, though, encouraging your friend and recognizing truth enough to say, hey, this is leading to condemnation. Definitely. Fear, yeah, right? that's awesome. There is no um, there's perfect love casts out all fear because fear has to do with punishment. Mm. The one who fears has not been perfected in love. That says that in Lee 1 John. Um, that means that you know God's love is so stable we don't need to be afraid that we'll ever be punished. You'll never be punished. This one's different than that. It's really good, man. So hang on to that. All right, number two. The women should keep... They give us 1 Corinthians 14, 34, and 35. The women should keep silent in the churches, for they are not permitted to speak, but should be in submission, as the law also says. If there is anything they desire to learn, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is shameful for a woman to speak in church. What does this verse mean? Does this mean that women literally shouldn't ask questions in the church or even talk? So this is a question we've actually gotten multiple times on the show, um, and you've Todd kills it every time he says I don't this. Know about that, but he does. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> um, but I would say it doesn't mean a woman should literally not ask questions or speak. That's not what it's saying. Um, women were being disruptive in the church, um, and if you actually kind of backtrack a little bit before that verse, and you just look at this overall section of the Bible. Um, it's kind of talking about how uh, the ways, like, people or different things that happen in church, how it can be, you know, whether it can be, like, disruptive or it can be distracting slash chaotic. Like, for example, if you go up and there's a couple sections up where it talks about how if you're going to speak in tongues, there should be an interpreter. Uh, you shouldn't do it if there's, you know, more than if there's, you know, what is it, if there's three or more, like, that, like, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, so... And then it goes into, like, how the, like, women should not, like, speak up. Like, what they meant was, like, they were just being disruptive during church. Like, mm-hmm. if you had, and, and they were just, like, literally distracting from the message, kind of causing chaos. So, um, no, it doesn't literally mean women should not speak or ask questions. Yes, I agree. Um, I will say it also does imply, though, that women are to be submissive to their husbands and not to also, like, 
I can see, you know, he's right. Mm-hmm. Most of First Corinthians in this section is talking about how crazy their their services were. It was nuts. <laughs> Everybody was standing up and yep. screaming and just yelling out questions. <laughs> and they're saying, hey, and then teaching. Well, you got to remember, these women are up teaching all of a sudden, too. And he's like, a woman is not, that's not a woman's role that's in the good, church. Man. And she is to be, you know, that is not her role in the church. And when she does that, she's exercising authority over men, too. So he's right on. Um, yes, it's about order in the church, but it is also about, you know. Women fulfilling the, like, yeah, their that roles. role. Yeah. yeah, I like Hopefully that, that helps. Um, if, if it's you need a more specific answer to it or a specific situation, hey, shoot us another question. We'd love to answer it. Sometimes yes. that's easier to, to answer. You're up, man. All right, it says, in Acts 5, do you think Ananias and Sapphira were believers? They were, there seems to be no conviction of the Holy Spirit in the Scriptures regarding the wrong behavior. What do you think that is? Um, so, crazy story that happens in, in chapter 5 of Acts. Acts is about the beginning of the church. When mm-hmm. the apostles go, Jesus is gone, and they start building the church. That's right. So what we have here is all the believers, it's telling us what they all did together, right? Meaning how they lived together. So what we do know is a bunch of the believers, it said that sold all their possessions, came together to start doing stuff and give yeah. to the church and to help each other. And so we'll pick up. I'm going to read some of it. And chapter okay. 5 says, But a man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a piece of property. So here we go again. Um, okay, well, I'm going to actually start in ver- chapter 4, verse 32, to set the situation up. Okay. So it's now the multi- multitude of those who believed were of one heart and soul, and no one said that any of his possessions was his own, but instead they held everything in common, and with great power the apostles were giving testimony of the resurrection of the Lord. Um, For there was not a needy person among them, because all those who owned lands or houses sold them, brought the proceeds of the things that were sold, and laid them at the apostles' feet. This was then distributed to each person, depending on their need. Okay, Mm. And then it goes in to tell us that, but a man named Ananias with Sapphira sold a piece of property. Why did they sell their piece of property? Because they were wanting to join like they were wanting well, to follow well they were yeah they were among the multitude of those who believed yeah they which want... implies they're believers yeah. why else would they have sold their land exactly so that's that's what makes this story creepy here mm-hmm. okay so here we go man named man and i was fire his wife sold a piece of property however he kept back part of the proceeds with his wife's knowledge and brought a portion of it and laid it at the apostles feet so he got that far he sold his yep. land probably what happened boy this should convict some of us as Panic. he's getting ready to head and i'm gonna pair it phrase take it to the quote church take it to the apostles to let them distribute it he got nervous probably mm-hmm. what if i can't take care of my family what if i can't pay my bills that's right man hear this right so on the way there he brought only a portion of it laid at the apostles feet here we go then peter said verse three ananias why has satan filled your heart to lie to the holy spirit and keep back part of the proceeds from the field wasn't it yours while you possessed it and after it was sold, wasn't it at your disposal? Why is it that you planned this thing in your heart? You have not lied to men, but to God. When he heard these words, Ananias dropped dead. And a great fear came on all who heard. The young man got up, wrapped his body, carried him out, and buried him. Wow. Numbers, verse 7. There was an interval of about three hours. So three hours passed. Then his wife came in, not knowing what happened. Tell me, Peter asked her, did you sell the field for this price? Yes, she said, for that price. Then Peter said to her, why did you agree to test the spirit of the Lord? Look. The feet of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Instantly, she dropped dead at his feet. When the young man came in, they found her dead, carried her out, and buried her beside her husband. Listen to this part. Then great fear came on the whole church and all those who heard these things. Mm. So, uh, do I believe they were believers? I think so. And this is creepy. I'm getting goosebumps, okay? This scares me. 
couple things. So they were believers. Yeah. God, we sometimes in our uh, in our focus on God's love and His grace and His mercy, which is true, we forget about His righteous anger towards sin and His righteous desire for holiness. Yes. The Bible also tells us That's that really God disciplines those He loves. Right. In this case, it appears. Remember, we talked a couple weeks ago. Someone asked a question about the sin unto death. That there comes a time when a, when a believer's heart has become so hardened that it could literally lead to God saying, I'm taking you from, from this life. It doesn't mean that, that they're not going to have eternity, mm-hmm. but that's part of their, I'm not going to let you do this anymore. Yeah. So let's back this up. This is even, let's talk about circumstances. So we have Peter here starting the church. Yep. All the believers are there. How, Peter, how did Peter know that he was lying? How did Peter, uh, I would imagine the, the Holy Spirit. Absolutely. He is the, the, the rock upon which the church is built. Mm-hmm. It's very important that the early believers understood the authority that the apostles had. Yeah. Because if not, a bunch of people could have came in and challenged their authority. So one is God, God I believe, was letting everybody know who's in charge. Gosh, this I put is Peter wild. in charge. Mm-hmm. Secondly, God was setting the standard not only for the early church, because remember, it's just starting. And a yeah. bunch of these people came from pagan cultures, came from all these things. He's Gentiles. letting them know, my church will be holy. Whew. At the beginning, a lot of things happened to set the foundation because imagine if he'd have let that, that stuff creep in early. Look yeah. what's happened now. Man. So it was to make a point, and look what happened. At the end, it says there was great fear among all the believers. All those believers saw that Peter knew. They saw that God still moved through him, and they saw the ramifications and the standard of God, which is wow. God's church will be holy. Man. And it probably drove people. Can you imagine? Would that not make you go, Mother, I better straighten up. Yeah. So, yeah, I believe they were believers. Man. And we don't know anything about their conviction. Listen, this will help you, the, the person who asked this. Have you ever lied, even though you're a believer? Mm. If you have, then you understand that it's possible, even though you knew lying was wrong, you chose to lie. You ignored the Holy Spirit. We also know that it appears Satan, because Peter says, you let Satan tempt you and put this in you, which can happen even to believers if we... Yep that we can be deceived by the enemy. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So that, that's, that's a... It, it's kind of mind-blowing to me in a way because it's like... I feel like it should convict us. Yes, and like God, like... God, it's... Uh, he's just so above everything. He didn't it's stop insane. loving them. No, that's the crazy that's what thing. I was about to say. He loved them so much. It's like you said, it's like he... It's like he, he used them for the good of his purposes. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, and, and we don't have any indication that... They aren't in paradise, assuming they're believers. And again, they mm-hmm. were among the believers. The only person that can judge that is Christ, you know what I mean, God. Yeah. But I will say this, what they got so far as to sell all their property. Would exactly. you sell your house today and give it to your church? I doubt. I'll I doubt. never forget that dude who came in and was like, because we talked about, we just pre- had preached from Acts 2, we talked mm-hmm. about who came, remember this, this guy at our church is like, I already give him an offer. Are you trying to say that we're supposed to sell our goods and give it to you? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. No, I'm not saying that, but what if God told you to? Mm-hmm. What man. a weirdo, isn't that? Yeah, you know man. what I mean? Like that's it's wild. People, people like this stuff's real. So that's a terrifying story. I don't even it, like reading. It is it. terrifying, and that's why, like, I can. But see. maybe they were to the point where their heart was so hardened that they weren't even. That's that's what I mean by God using like, yeah. like like He still loved them. Mm-hmm. He loved them. Because what would that life have led to for them? Exactly, a life of lack of. Con- 
Their heart was and, so hard. And that's where, like, faith can be hard to understand sometimes. It's like if God took them, he was still loving them, but also in the midst of loving them by taking them, he was still using them for the good of his purposes. The to church. teach the church. Yeah. And that's freaking wild. Yeah. And that's hard to grasp. Yeah. So much bigger, like you say, so much bigger than us. Mm-hmm. Great question. Thank you for asking that. All right, man, here's mine. All right. Number three. I was watching Steven Crowder, and he did a segment where he asked Americans if they were proud of their country, and it was shocking what they said in the fact that most didn't. So I posed the same question to you. Are you proud to be an American, and are you proud of your country? I'm certainly proud to be an American, man. Um, you know, we, we represent something that is so, like, it's so much more rare than I think we even think is, you know, we do represent freedom in the world. You know, America is a free country. Um, let's see here. Am I proud of our country? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely proud of our country. Now, you know, I will say that, you know, there's definitely concerns when it comes to, like, you know, like the state of where we're heading in a lot of ways. You know, I feel like we're starting to match up with what the rest of the world is in a lot of different ways, and that's scary because we've represented true freedom for a long time. Mm. And, uh, you know, is that – is you know, I think there's definitely – you could definitely ask the question of, you know, is that being challenged today? I think in a lot of ways it, it is. Um, but no, that's still, that, even if that's the case now, I'm still proud to be an American. You know, mm. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. <laughs> that's, yeah, I'm proud to be an American too. That doesn't mean I think this country's perfect. God certainly, I don't even think it's a Christian country in that sense. I don't think that, who knows even if American will be around the end times. You know, who knows? But right. I know this much. With, you take America, you just look at history the last 100, 200 years, you take America out of the equation, there would have been a lot more evil. And I think God used America for his purposes. I think it's a land of freedom. We actually have the freedom, even if it's becoming hostile, to practice our faith. Mm-hmm. And, I, and you pose a great question. You want to be anywhere else? And there's people out there that say yes, but it's true. we, ha- we still have a lot more freedom in this country compared to a lot of other places. Amen, dude. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure I am. I'm proud of my country. Am I proud of the direction of my country right now? Um, I wouldn't see even the No, probably not. And I think that it scares me a little because, like exactly. you said, that freedom is being challenged a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Good Good point. Absolutely. I think you're up. Yes. So yesterday was the, was the 4th of July. I heard that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Celebrate a nation. That's right. What's your favorite 4th of July memory? Goodness gracious! If you have one, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know, man. For the, it's, I, I guess, ca- I guess, I enjoyed, uh, you know, jumping waves last year. <laughs> yeah, Spent, man. Apparently, I was like a young child. It's true. In the water, uh, it was pretty wavy. We went to the dunes, and I just had fun jumping waves out in that water. <laughs> so that was probably one of the one of the most fun. Yeah, man. Fourth of July. Memories, I know. Me man. too, man. It wasn't. Huge. It's one of those things where it's like you know, I. Used to go to fireworks, but it's not like I was. Oh, that's a good point. I had one as a kid where I went to fireworks. One specific one standing nice. on my mind with my family, and we were like all together, and that was a cool memory. That is, that is cool. I agree. I'm I'm trying to think if there was like a specific moment that I remember. Honestly, man, this is this is probably gonna sound a little a little sad, but if anything, I think when I think of Fourth of July, like I remember a lot of times looking at the fireworks, and for some reason I'd be sad about it for some reason. I don't know why. We're so similar. <laughs> it's like, almost like it's so beautiful. You're like, this is going to pass. I'm not going to lie. Yesterday, even, I walked outside by myself for like 15 minutes and watched fireworks by myself last night because there was some going up over the trees. 
And you got sad? A little bit. I don't yeah. even know why. I don't mm, know why the, why fireworks make me sad. But they do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that represents or why that is. I don't know if it's like a weird bittersweet thing. I don't know. But so, yeah, Fourth of July is one of those things where it's like I haven't really like I can't think of a specific good memory. But, but like it's just more like a bittersweet, weird thing. I don't know if it's just the time, like you know, it's just some things are so beautiful that it gets sad that they that you know they won't last. That's good, man. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah, like pure almost. There you go, Clint. Did you have something? Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> You're up, man. Wait, um, are you up? No, I'm up. Okay. What? Is, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Number four. Who's your favorite comedian? Oh, um, <laughs> that's a great question. Um. I haven't really been in the loop of comedy for a really long time. Um, when I was a kid, you know, everything I watched was super inappropriate. So, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't really have a favorite comedian now as an, as an adult. I, don't, I never watched stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, my sense of humor is weird. Like, I have one. Uh, <laughs> But but I'm saying, like, you know, people like watching comedy. I don't think I've ever, like, I don't know if I find that funny, even though I love funny stories. I yeah. like situational stuff. So, Me for too. instance, I think the funniest show that's ever existed is The Office. Like, yeah. And a lot of, and there's, I've found that either you think The Office is hilarious or you hate it. There's no, like, in between. Mm-hmm. Because, and I think it's because of the style of comedy. Yeah. Um, now, we've talked, I'm trying to remember, who was that comedian that mm-hmm. we kind of watched in the last couple years randomly? What was it? And we were both, we kind of used to reference it for a while, or at least one portion. Because I would always talk um, about that's one hilarious. I don't know. Recently, in the last year or two, I watched like one bit. I remember we've all we've referenced it, and I thought it was hilarious, and I don't remember who it was. It's not Burt Kreischer, is it? No, that was funny the first time I ever heard that the machine one. Oh, it's inappropriate yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah, the machine is. Uh, pretty and then funny. he's went out. He's went so far, but. Um, that, that, but that's almost situational too. Yeah, when he's exactly. Telling the story. Yeah. But no, I'm trying to think. Do you remember Clint? Fun turn. Man, I'm trying to remember. Um, oh, I'm getting closer. Okay. I do know who my favorite comedian is. I do have one. Mm-hmm. Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. I know what you're talking yes, about. Yes, now I remember. Yep. He, uh, he's pretty funny. And yeah, he's another guy that his comedy is more of like, it's less jokes and more of these stories. It's true. That are absolutely hilarious. Oh, man. Um, do I think he's appropriate all the time? No. But weirdly, he's kind of cleaner than a lot of people. That's Partially true. because that dude has faith of some kind. He talks it's interesting. about it. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, he's not a Christian comedian, but I will say, yeah, that's the guy. The and there's on, a, a specific dude. bit that... Uh, man, it was hilarious. Dude, I, I know exactly yeah. what you're so talking Theo about. Theo Vaughn's pretty funny. The irony I know of, you have favorite. Oh comedians. yeah, I did stand up. So <laughs> no, yeah. So I've, and, I've done. And Clint, fun turn. Clint's number two. <laughs> oh my stand up! I, I, I appreciate. I watched your stand up. It was pretty funny. He actually, especially being as young as you were, at the, the time. refrigerator bit was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was the most ridiculous time in my life. Dude, I've learned a lot from comedians, so I've watched a lot. But I, the comedians I like, have to be able to make me laugh because I learned early on you can't laugh at your own jokes. So there's a part of me that I can just kill instantly mm-hmm. and then not laugh at anything. And it's terrible. You have to be able to break me. And it's not easy because I, I did stand-up, so I know how to, like, oh, yeah, you can't laugh at your own jokes unless it's really funny. 
So, like, I have I have a few. Uh, Dave Chappelle is probably one of the ones I looked up to for a long We're time. We're not saying that we condone the material. Exactly. No, no. We are not this saying that. This is explicitly Funter and Clint's opinion. Yes. It does not necessarily represent the opinion of Real Talk and <laughs> of the Remnant Church. It's true, man. Yeah. I, I, I like uh, Bill Burr. Uh, Steve Harvey, just his situational stuff. <laughs> yeah, Steve Harvey's pretty funny. He's fairly uh, clean, too. Bill Burr is the only type of comedian of his style that I like, and I do not know why. He is, the, it is, again, do not condone what he says. He's very politically incorrect. Do not, hey, don't let your kids watch him. Um, also, morally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why I like He's yeah, I think that's why I struggle with comedy because it's hard to find. Me too. Because there's man. two extremes. My, my sense the ones of humor. that are funny are kind of vile. Yes. But, and then the Christian ones, some of them are, but a lot of them just, it's not funny. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. My, my sense of humor Sorry has changed. You oh, no. You're good. Oh, no. Yeah, 100%. Like, uh, my favorite female comedian ever is uh, Ashley Johnson, I think it is, or Leah Johnson or something. Mm-hmm. Like she is fantastic. She's absolutely hilarious. Uh, she's, not, she's not a Christian comedian, but she's far cleaner than any other comedian because she yeah. did, she is a Christian. Uh, oh yeah, you just told me about this lady. Mm-hmm. She she I think she's hilarious. Uh, I like uh, Preacher Lawson is actually pretty good too. Uh, he's one of more of the cleaner ones. He isn't necessarily clean, but he is on the cleaner side of things. Sure. Uh, yeah, comedy's hard to. A hundred percent. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. They're they're yeah. they're interesting peoples to watch. So I've watched a lot of comedy. There's a lot of people I like. I like Fluffy. Fluffy's another guy that I like a lot. <laughs> Fluffy. Um, so there's a lot of like stuff like that, and I had to learn a lot. So I have had to watch a lot of com- comedy I don't like, a lot of comedy I do like, just mm-hmm. to see the different jokes. Because yeah. there's an art to telling jokes. Oh, absolutely. Which Definitely. is absolutely Please ridiculous. Hmm. I would, yeah, man. It's it's interesting. I like, just want to think of comedy in general. Even like 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 you take stand up comedy, then you even take like like com- like movies, like comedy movies. Oh, like yeah. when I was growing up, like I was like I liked the vile like like gross stuff. So like. And since I've become a since I've become saved and I'm a Christian now, like some of that stuff can still be funny sometimes. But like, man, it's just not nearly. If anything, I, it makes me more uncomfortable now that I'm a saved, which is so crazy. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you know, it reminds me of like God, like how like we're literally transformed. But like, it's interesting. So like, I don't know. It kind of like what Todd said. Like, when it comes to like stand up comedy, I don't really watch it much anymore. Like I'll see like funny bits here and there on like TikTok and stuff. Like I'll see like I'll see funny stuff like that. And it's funny, but like, yeah, it's hard for me to come up with like a favorite now because it's like I just don't watch it as much because, yeah, it just it's it makes me feel more uncomfortable now than anything. Like I, like I said, some of it's still funny, but it's like you said, Theo Vaughn, Theo Vaughn's pretty funny, but like. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I have a favorite. I, I will say this. Dave Chappelle doesn't make me laugh like he used to. Steve right. Harvey does still. I won't deny. Chappelle's funny. Oh, he is funny. Oh, yeah. And a, a lot of these guys are funny. It's just it's hard because in the because not every one of their bits is vile. Oh, but no. then no. they'll randomly throw it in there and you're like. <sighs> exactly. So it's, <laughs> yes. it's hard. But, yeah, man. Anyway, good stuff. Oh, yeah. Thanks for asking. Who's your favorite comedian? There you go. People. People. Uh-huh. You watching uh-huh. this show? You're up. Uh, it says, uh, following up with the favorite Fourth of July memory, it says, "What did you do to celebrate the July Fourth? Nothing, cause I'm a lame-o. <laughs> <laughs> our, uh, our, I just mentioned, you know, I ended up staying because it was the church had this great party that I didn't get to take any part in. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I listened to some country music last night with a sad guy. That's true. <laughs> with with, with uh, Mad Max, <laughs> Mad Max, and uh, he wasn't sad. I was just kidding. Yeah. Um, and uh, and production guy Blake. Yep. 
Mad Max production guy. Yeah, the whole crew to... was there, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's not true. Four of, four of the Almost. Four almost. Of, oh, yeah. Uh, Cowboy Kenny was there, too. That's right. Cowboy Kenny was there. He just kind of blended in because he, he wasn't singing or anything. <laughs> he talked to me about watermelons. That's true. I forgot <laughs> about that. Uh, Strange night, funny. <laughs> Strange night. The event, the event that he talked about, I went to that. So that's that's what I did to celebrate. Went I, to the gym later. That's about. <laughs> yeah. I went to our local taco shop. Didn't work. Yes, she uh, did. Oh, got terribly. Story, by the way. Ter- oh, dude, that was great. Um, dude, that was the worst night I have ever worked in my life. It, customers usually are pretty fun, or you'll get like. <laughs> People that shouldn't be driving shack, because they're inebriated, the but they shack. are still, and those those people tend to be doing. I haven't had very many bad experiences, but I'll tell you this: last night was rough. I got basically bullied at the drive-through. I had oh to like boy. deploy like tactics that I used when I was on stage. Like I just ignore them, but also be ready for the point of being like, "Okay, I'm going to shut this down. And you're going to find out real fast that I know how to deal with hecklers." And two, I was like. This is this is why why this is so uncomfortable. Why are you being so mean to me? I I'm just trying to joke with you. It's July Fourth. Why is everybody so angry? It was like eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock at night when everything was like finally like people were like, okay, yeah, cool, we're having a good time now. But before that, the most rude, terribly angry human beings I've ever seen in my life. Uh huh. It was terrible. People are uh, speaking of. I drove through. Okay. And. Uh, <clears throat> It's hilarious because fun, I saw Fun Turn the way that he truly is in his na- native land because he didn't realize it was me yeah. until halfway through the order. Uh-huh. And so this dude was talking to me like a New York Mafia member. Oh, yeah. Uh, and or, that's the best way to describe it, politically correct way. Yeah. And uh, he only knew when I got to the part about the quesadilla with the sauce on the side. And immediately, <laughs> the accent was still there, but it slowly shifted back <laughs> to him. It was so funny, dude. But it was fun. It was good. Like, I, if yeah. I had come through and that guy did that, I would have laughed. That's but, so fun term, we have terrible news. What? There, uh, the t- a taco shack does Turns exist. out there is an actual taco <laughs> shack. So, we're going to come up with another name. <laughs> taco Hut. Yeah, we have a we have a hut. A taco. No, this taco. is legitimate. Like this, there's several locations. Of okay, these. Um, forgive us, Taco Shack. He does not work, and actually I, at I, Taco I Shack, don't actually, no. it is the local taco shop. Yep. Because he said, "Yeah, what are you doing? Are you looking up taco shop?" <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> hey, there is one, isn't there? Uh, I don't think there's. Well, All right, perfect. I don't think so. But maybe. Good. There we go. Anyway, <laughs> we use pseudonyms. And aliases for uh, obvious reasons. That's taco shop. <laughs> there's we definitely the not a taco hut. Your, yeah, Dude, yeah. If, there, if there's a taco hut, I'm gonna lose it. I hope no there, way. Okay. I hope there's well, a taco we'll, hut. Well, we'll go. We'll go full alliteration. This. Well, at the local burrito barista. There you go. Um, That's a good name, bro. Somebody's burrito got barista. That. <laughs> anyway. No free ads. You know what production guy says. Yeah. <laughs> When he uh, pretended to care about the show back in the day, he never watches it. Production guy, ha, 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 you never listen to the show. And I'm throwing this Easter egg in because I know that you don't. And we are just mocking you because you never exactly. loved us. And when you come back to live, we're going to just tell the world that you don't really care. Anyway. Exactly. There's a Taco Hut, isn't there? It's, it's, it's not just Taco Hut. It's Taco Hut Grill. This isn't in our city. No, no it's but not. it's just odd it even exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. 
Yep, Taco Hut Grill. You're one of those guys. You've become the guy that everything we say now, you're you're fact-checking us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, we had a lot of, how long have we gone here, Fun Turn? Uh, subtracting a little bit of time that... Probably around an hour. Yeah. Hour okay. ten. Well, as everyone knows, we know you guys are goldfish. We know you don't want to talk anymore. <laughs> So uh, we actually have, and I feel bad because Fun Turn's putting these. We're going to talk about. I really do want to talk about these, these articles, man. Yeah, man. Um, you know, maybe we could start with that next week. Oh, yeah. I, or, I can add more about the John Cooper stuff because there was another article that I can tell you off air that was actually pretty interesting too. That was related to that article. Yeah. So skillet. Ooh, we have one about skillets. John Cooper's a lead singer. Pretty cool. That guy is standing for truth. And then He's looks like we got some more Greg Locke news. His old Greggy Locke is yep. Pastor Greg. The Locke Greg Locke is, Chronicles. He is a. Uh, Hey, man, I respect the fact that he sticks to what he believes. It's true, man. Yeah, uh, he doesn't he, bend. Honestly, I thought of him when I thought about when we got minor league canceled. Oh, yeah. And the fact that he just would have been like, who cares what you say? He just moves on, man. I don't know how he Dude's does it. wild, yep. man. Uh, anyway, today's a great show. I really enjoyed today, man. It's been Started awesome. out like we thought it wasn't going to be good. God showed up because, um, again, we had some pre, pre-show stuff. But God's good, man. I enjoyed it. I appreciate you guys being on today. It's yeah, show. Sure. Hope you guys enjoyed it, too. Great questions. Please keep them coming. You have anything you'd like to say, AJ? <laughs> <laughs> that was that. Yeah, yeah. We got anybody want to say anything? Dead silence. Oh, looks over. And goes. Was, what do you mean, man? That was, that was <laughs> hilarious. Just thank you guys so much for watching. I love you guys so much. You know, I, I say it a lot, but I really do mean it. That you know, this show in itself has even helped me with my own faith, and and that you guys are the reason why this show even happens. So for those of you that watch, whether you're in state, out of state, wherever you're watching from, whatever platform, podcast, just thank you guys so much for supporting us. It means the world to me. Um, you know, you guys, you guys have no idea how much this means to me and how much it helps me. So you guys are amazing, and I appreciate you so much. Thank you. Fun turn? Well, if you're watching on a podcast, please leave a five-star review. Yeah, please uh, do. Take the time to give us a five-star if oh, you like yeah. the show. It's, it's, it's very true. It's literally a five-second process. You can just Important. do it on there and write something random. Tell us that what, what type of berry you like. I don't, I don't know. I'm curious. What type of I, mushroom? I, I don't know. Um, we're going to get like mushrooms. 15 he from Mad bear Max. Berry. He uh, said berry. He said berry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Berry. I was going to say, it reminds me when Mad Max came with a hat full of berries randomly. Anyway, go on. They yeah, were yeah, good, too. Searching. I never ate one. I didn't trust it. Yeah, it's probably wise. Anyways... Uh, leave that review. If you're not going to leave us a nice review, we ask you to just move on down the line. It was nice having you here. Not We're glad you came in the house. Um, <laughs> goodbye. Um, have a great day. Goodbye. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Listen up. I want to throw this out here. I haven't done this in a while. Uh, we're going to be doing sort of a, a fundraiser here, and we're going to, for the church that sponsors the show, and before you guys go, I don't care about money, and they want our money. We're not rich. We do want to get a playground for our kids. Mm. Um, so if you guys are willing to donate to a group of awesome kids to get a, a cool little playground, Heck it's gonna yeah. 100% of the proceeds will go to that um, here in the next probably, starting now through the next month, we'll probably give all those proceeds go directly to that. Awesome. If you consider donating, particularly if you don't attend the church that sponsors the show, so say you're out of state, would you please consider, honestly, I'm asking you genuinely for the kids, and it sounds ridiculous for the kids, but it's true. It's not a ton. We're, it's going to cost about um, probably two thousand dollars to get to get a good little pl- safe place for these kids to play. If yeah, you would consider donating to that at www.theremnant.life/give, there'll be a drop-down box. If you go to the drop-down po- box and go to Real Talk, um, we'll be able to to uh, put that towards it. Those of you that regularly donate to the show have like almost 
patrons and support. Yeah. We see you, and, and we know that that's to the show directly. But, Absolutely. Um, if there's more, you consider donating, guys. Uh, we would love for our kids, and certainly if you're local or even go to the church, you can do that as well. But we want we want to bless our kids with Absolutely, the playground here in this, in this town. So if you would consider that, we'd really appreciate it. It's completely tax deductible. You can claim it on your taxes. Um, and we would just love that. Heck, we'll even name it if you get a big one. You know, somebody out there gives us a $2,000 check, you can name that playground. So oh, yeah. We'd really appreciate that. Um, just consider it. Pray about it. Um, yeah, that's about it. Other than that, please keep the questions coming. That link is open at www.theremnant.live slash real-talk. That link is open 24-7, 365. 365. We have answered somewhere in the realm of, at this point, I'm going to pull it up and buy time, certainly well, well over 2,000. 2,000 yeah. questions. Yeah, man, um, it's been... Which is pretty incredible, yeah. and um, very, very thankful for that, for that opportunity that we've been given, um, and you guys have been a big part in that. That's right, man. You guys have... So thank you so much. I think that's about it. Yeah, man. Hope you guys have a great day. Share, like, all that beautiful stuff, and God bless you.